Saturday, we live the epic clash between Tank Davis and Isak Cruz. Then, the spotlight shines on the Filipino flash Nonito Donaire as he defends his title. Can Donaire dance with destiny one more time? But undefeated Raymart Gabalio wants to score the biggest win of his career. Holy the brave, go fight! It's an action-packed night of boxing on Showtime. What's up, Figgies? Your boy is back healthier than ever. I was out with a little bit of food poisoning, but I'm back. As far as the road goes, taking a little light in December for my usual tour load, but I think you can get tickets right now. December 22nd, it's Shab and Friends at the Hollywood Improv. Shab and Friends, one night. It's a Wednesday night, I think at 8 o'clock. Wednesday night at the Hollywood Improv, December 22nd. Go to the Improv right now if you want tickets. Those will sell out because one show, it's me, some very fucking funny friends in L.A. I'm sure you know who those friends are. And then as far as back to regular tour dates, Dania, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, December 30th through January 1st. Bring in the New Year's with your thick friend and my thick crew, Chappelle Lacey, David Lucas, December 30th, January 1st, Dania, Florida, Fort Lauderdale Improv. Get tickets right now. And then Raleigh, North Carolina, January 6th through January 8th. Then I'm back in North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, January 20th through January 22nd. Coming up soon would be the Hollywood Improv on the 22nd of December and Dania, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, December 30th through January 1st. Tickets at FATKZ.com. Two out of three bros will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. More than 50 million bros in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Worldwide, who knows how many it is. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. My friends at Keep offers simple, stress-free way to keep your freaking hair. It's low-cost. Treatments start just $10 per month. Keeps offers generic versions. Discreet little package. Shows up. Nobody has to know what you're doing for your hair. It's proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to six months. See results. So act right now. If you're ready to take action, prevent hair loss. Go to keeps.com slash BTB to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash BTB to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S.com slash BTB. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with T.K. This is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below the belt. What's up, kids? It is Tuesday morning, December 7th. Couldn't get it in on Monday, guys. Missed my first episode of Below the Belt ever, ever. Really the first show I've ever missed. Besides, you know, we play in vacation, stuff like that. But as far as straight up MIA missing, this is my first one in a long, long freaking time. I apologize. Your boy got food poisoning. And boy, did it hit me hard. Ate some sushi. Not great. Yeah, there it is. Put uh, my IG story. Daddy got hit with some food poisoning. First time in nine years, I missed it. The good thing about food poisoning, a little different than COVID, is it's a 24-hour thing. I knew if I could just make it through that 24-hour mark, I'd be all right. And today, here we are, man. I guess the positives are your boy lost some weight. Boy shredded. (laughs) Shred city. I get jealous when I watch Intervention. Everybody on meth is so shredded, man. It's the one plus of doing meth. Don't do it, though, kids. Uh, but yeah, the biggest plus of uh, food poison is you're going to get shredded, man. You're going to cut some weight. 
But yeah, big fight week. Finally, we got a big pay-per-view. UFC 269 is finally here. I told you, they've been edging us a little bit. Although last week's uh, Saturday night fights, on the fight night was fantastic with Jose Aldo and uh, Rob Font. Uh, Fazeev and Brad Riddell was a fantastic freaking fight. Clay Guida really put out too. It was all good, man. But yeah, you got a big UFC pay-per-view, UFC 269. And then we have our Calabasas Fight Companions back this Saturday night, 7 p.m. Pacific with the crew and a very special guest. I will wait to announce, but we have one hell of a guest. So we got the crew coming and one hell of a special class guest, close friend of mine. It's going to be a fun one, man, for a big card. Headlined by Charles Oliveira and Dustin Poirier. You got Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena. You got Neil Ponsonibio. You got uh, Kaya Kira France with Cody Garbrandt. And you got my boy Sean O'Malley back doing the goddamn thing. And even the prelims are, are tasty. You got Josh Emmett, Dan Ige, Dominic Cruz, Pedro Munoz, Saki, Tai Tuavasa, Jordan Wright, Bruno Silva. Good fights, man. And even the pre-prelims. Eric Anders. Uh, Alex Perez, Ryan Hall's on there, Randy Costa. Good fights, man. It's a good card. I can't say they were edging us because last, last week's uh, fight night with Jose Otto was fantastic. Jose is back. He is back. I don't want to say better than ever, but he's fucking good, man. I could see him getting a title shot. I would like to see him go through a, a Corey Sanhagen. I think TJ Dillashaw makes uh, the most sense, which would be a freaking amazing fight. Depending on what they want to do with Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling. I don't know where we're at on Aljamain. Um, but I think um, Jose's either going to get a title shot or he gets TJ next. But I thought TJ was kind of guaranteed the title shot, depending on what Aljamain was going to do. So let's see what happens there. But, man, by far the most technical, high-level, um, most exciting fight of the night was Fazeev versus uh, Brad Riddell. That fight was re-freaking-dicious. From a technical standpoint, it was absolutely amazing. They're training partners, so they had to get creative with each other. I saw the judges had it for 2-0 to zero for Fazeev, which I found interesting, because I thought Brad was doing better than that. I had Brad's output, I thought, uh, at least gave him a round. It doesn't matter, because he got knocked out with a spinning wheel kick, which was ridiculous at that level to pull that off. Fazeev is a straight-up uh, contender at lightweight, man. He is a monster. And how about your boy, uh, no nonsense, Keith Peterson, mm-hmm. letting the Clay Guida fight go? I know. Good on him, dude. Good on him. Seriously. Everyone gave him all that shit for the Dominic Cruz stoppage. Mm-hmm. Then he said, hold my cigarette and let's let <laughs> Clay Guida do some work here. Clay Guida came back and did the goddamn thing. It was great. Clay Guida, I think, called out Nate Diaz. So um, I don't think that's going to happen. Hey, I, I don't get how, how does nobody figure this out? Has anybody seen Conor McGregor lately? Yeah, he's every bit of 190 pounds. He is Jack City, Jack to the gills. He is drinking all the Guinness in the world in proper 12, and he is Jack City. Do you think he's doing it because he's going to fight Nate Diaz at 170? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeahs. Do you think that's why he's doing it? Do you think he's just getting big for no reason? No, dude, he's doing it. So his one of his last raw fights, and also it's Nate Diaz's last fight in his contract. You think the UFC is going to let Nate Diaz wander off into free agency without the trilogy fight? Not a chance. Connor's next fight is going to be against Nate Diaz at 170. That's why he's so juicy. And goddamn, does he look good? Boy, that boy's bodied up. Thick. He's thick. 
his power at 170, uh, the speed, it's going to give Nate some real problems. He looks fucking good, though, man. I like a Juicy Connor. I like him juicy. I like him juicy, juicy. What song were you on that song? Is that, a, is that Lizzo? <laughs> okay. Uh, it's Doja Cat, pretty sure. Yeah, Juicy. Yeah, great Doja video. Cat great video. Kids like that video. My kids like that video. It, her cheeks around that video. So it is what it is. But uh, back to Connor. There's he's at 190 kids because the UFC is going to make him fight, not make, and he I'm sure he wants to because they'll make all the money in the world. He's at 190, so he can cut down to 170, be Shredville, and fight Nate Diaz at a true 170 weight. There you go. Problem solved. I watched way too much first 48. Your boy figured out in about 48 seconds. How about that? That's why he's juicy. As far as the pay-per-view goes, it's a solid card. It's not like uh, UFC 268 or 267, but it's a fucking, it's a tasty card. Yeah, Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier. Let's just get in the main event right away. That's probably why you guys are tuning in for this. Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier. Here's the thing. On paper, let's say I didn't have a relationship with Dustin Poirier. You guys know I'm biased as shit, so I'm not picking against Dustin Poirier. However, on paper, if you were to just go through what the guys do well between Charles Oliveira and Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira has way more ways to win this fight than Dustin Poirier. On the ground, on the feet, as far as technique goes, his stand-up, his Muay Thai, his clinch, um, he doesn't have as much power as Dustin Poirier, but as far as technique goes, he does everything better than Dustin Poirier. As far as the ground goes, I'd probably say he's a higher level black belt, um, probably more dangerous on the ground, especially in transitions, his darces, um, his setups to, to his guillotines, all that stuff. He's a monster. Most finishes in the UFC. There's a reason for that. And I get all that. Charles is an absolute monster. Now, would either of these two be fine for a title if Khabib was still alive? Or, I'm sorry, fighting? He didn't die. Khabib <laughs> didn't die. But if he is still active, no. Khabib would dominate both of them. However, I just think, and I can't get over this, and I know it's a knock on Charles Oliveira, and I think for a long time, guys have underestimated Charles Oliveira, and they're not doing that anymore. He's an absolute nightmare. Um, but what I do think, and I can't seem to get over, um, is, you know, I've been watching Charles Oliveira for a long, long time, and he's an absolute phenom, and his story is fantastic. But in those earlier fights, there, there, there was some quit in him, and and Chin will ride on that all yeah, day. I remember that. There's some quit in him that never leaves you. There's no mental coach you can get with. There's not a you can't win twenty fights in a row and, uh, that leaves you. If that is in you, that stuff never leaves you. It's that it's almost a bitchness never leaves. That will net there's nothing there's no coach you can get with there's no technique there's no supplement there's nothing can take that's ever that's ever going to leave your body now to, for him to get to that point i think is a tougher road for him to get to that quitting point is a tougher road and his confidence is all-time high but if i know that's in there if i know that part of you is in there somewhere and you're finding a guy in dustin Poirier who gets better over each round and it's confident it's better. And he has a granite chin. And he has that knockout power. And you look at the way he beat Justin Gaethje. And he beat Eddie Alvarez. And what he did to uh, Conor McGregor. I just think for 25 minutes, you have to kill Dustin Poirier or choke him out unconscious like Khabib did. And I just don't see Charles Oliveira standing for 25 minutes and not getting knocked out unconscious. I think my boy, the diamond Dustin Poirier gets it done. Past the third. 
Uh, if I was a betting man, which I am, I would bet on the over-under of the rounds what it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a quick one. Now, if it's a quick one, it's Charles Oliveira somehow got a hold of his neck or some shit like that. That's the only way I see this thing finishing before the, the third round. Charles Oliveira gets hold of his neck, wobbles him, doesn't pour, he goes to the ground and gets him in a guillotine or gets his back. That could be a problem. But outside that, I know he has more ways to win. And uh, as a betting man, they say not to bet with your heart, but I just I refuse to bet against Dustin Poirier. And it's it's just his t- he deserves it. When you think about it, he he gave up the belt to chase the money in uh, Conor McGregor, which every fighter should do. And now it's his time to validate his logic in fighting Conor McGregor twice and not fighting for the title. And we're going to get the true champion Saturday night, and I think that's Dustin Poirier. And then how about this? Then you get Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje. Sign me up, dude. Now, how long are we going to pretend that Islam Makachev isn't going to be champ? Because this is all fun and games. And then if Islam were to just steamroll through Dariush, dude, if he passes that uh, Dariush test with flying colors, oosh, 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 everybody's put on notice. It's a big test for him. But if he were just an absolute mollywop uh, Benil Dariush, the, the, the division is going to be ran by a, a Dagestanian for quite some time. Who's going to beat him? Maybe, a, uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I was going to throw out some names. I don't know. Because then I, have, I can give you the counter of why, you can't, why those guys can't beat him. It's a great main event, though. The other fights could be complete shit. But as long as this main event comes through, which I think it will, it's impossible for it not to be. It's going to be a great uh, pay-per-view. And again, we have a fight companion Saturday night, 7 p.m., with the crew and a very special guest. Co-main event, Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena. Obviously, Amanda Nunes is the biggest favorite on the card for a reason. She's just the greatest of all time. And I would love to hear a debate that she's not. I would love to hear it because there's no debate there. Um, it's pretty pretty clear. Um, for Juliana Pena, you know, she just, she was the one who earned her way to the top. And she's the next one out of band weight for Amanda Nunes. There's not a lot of girls who can compete with Amanda Nunes. And it's no shade towards Juliana Pena. She just, she's just fighting the GOAT. It's just a bad matchup for her because Amanda Nunes is impossible to get down. You do get her down. She's a black belt. If you stay on the feet, she hits like a goddamn 170-pound male, so she's going to knock you unconscious. It's a tough fight for Julian Pena. But the one thing I will say about Julian Pena, which I don't think people are giving enough credit for, is she will be one of the only girls because I do think when she fought, um, who's the girl she fought last, the big, tall, white girl? Megan Anderson. Megan Anderson. We fought Megan Anderson. Megan was beat before she even got inside that cage. You could see it on her face, and she was fucked. Mm -hmm. Julian Pena is not that girl. She is not scared. She will bring her best, and she will go for it. That girl is tough as fucking nails. So you're going to get the best version of Julian Pena. If you're Julian Pena's team, you got to pray to God, Amanda Nunes. Having the baby, she's kind of in it, maybe, maybe one foot out, maybe not all there, and has a slip up. You get her neck, you get her back, you get her down. She's not going to knock her out. That's not happening. So you got to hope that she can uh, outgrapple her and get her down. So you just, if you're Julian Pena's camp, you're hoping that she's not the lioness that we know and is freaking an absolute nightmare. Neil versus Ponsonibio. Let's see where Ponsonibio's at, man. You know, burst on the scene. That's a fun one. Uh, one of my, f- the, the last two fights on the main card, two of my boys, Sean O'Malley, Cody Garbrandt, again, bias as shit. So obviously I have Sean O'Malley, Cody Garbrandt, and Dustin Poirier. But with Cody Garbrandt, there's going to be a lot of questions going this fight at flyweight. Obviously cutting down to 125 from 135. Whenever a guy cuts down, you always worry about, 
A, his chin, and B, his power. Well, for Corey Garbrandt, those are his two biggest kind of factors. His power is what separated him at 135. Does that leave when he cuts all that weight to flyweight? B, his chin. Can he take a hit? And Kai Kara France fancy himself a striker. That dude's technique is pretty filthy. And if he does get clipped, he likes to throw them throw them bows, man. He, he'll, he'll fight you. He'll, he'll bite down his mouthpiece and throw him. So if Cody gets in one of those shootouts like he's been in before, will his chin withhold that? But, uh, the th- but there's Cody. He looks good. <clears throat> he looks great. Ripped. Yeah. Here, But here's the thing. So we always want to compare uh, other guys to – you know, who have cut down weight before and go, ah, he wasn't as good here. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. The thing about Cody is he was never a big 135-er. He's not a big dude. You've seen him. You guys yeah. seen him. And he's a tiny, he's a small dude. He's just fucking mighty mouse. He's packed the fucking punch. So I think his power is going to maintain. It wasn't a huge cut for him. I think his chin isn't going to be an issue. Um, I think he's going to do really, really well at 125. I think those questions that we have about his chin and his power cutting all that weight are going to be answered Saturday night, and I think you pass the test with flying colors. Because if that power does come to flyweight, dudes are getting fucked up. So shout out to Cody Garbrandt. He gets it done via KO, I'll say, in the second round. Sean O'Malley, uh, Pavia. You know, Sean O'Malley's had his issues with the UFC as far as contracts going. He goes, I'm not fighting these top guys because I'm not getting paid money. And the UFC seemed to play ball. But, All right. Now, you know, they didn't give him a, a cake cakewalk here this fucking pavia is a tough character man he's a, a super tough guy and he's obviously won three in a row if you look at sugar sean's last fight i think it did him more justice you know against that guy uh montatino mutino mutino who's just a walking zombie yeah. <laughs> he just straight up walking zombie um and for sugar sean to stay composed get his shots off, light that kid up like a Christmas tree, and that kid kept going forward and you know made a name for himself and shout out to Chris for that. But I think my takeaway from that is Sean O'Malley matured in that fight. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, I think if he just went out there and starts that kid, he wouldn't have learned much. It would have built the hype on Sean, o- Sean O'Malley. But also, I think just from a learning experience and getting time inside the octagon is what Sean O'Malley needs right now. And I think he's he's playing it right, man. I, and I don't think this one will go to decision. I think he, he gets Pavia out of there under three, 100%. Sean O'Malley. Do they have him ranked in the top 15 yet? They nope. still don't have him ranked. Nope. Okay, that makes sense. So stupid. They don't want to give the kid too much power, man. He's the most famous on-ranked guy of all time. He has the most power out of anybody in the UFC that's not ranked by a fucking mile. It's not even close. I see what you're doing there, whoever makes the ratings. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Doesn't matter. Josh Emmett, Dan Egy's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Donald Cruz versus Pedro Munoz, two vets just going at it. Just freaking going at it. I'm curious how Donald Cruz is going to look because he's not super active. He's obviously a beast commentator. How long does he want to keep doing it? Saki versus Tai Tuavasa. Uh, I'm pretty sure for my DraftKings picks, I have Tai Tuavasa, Cody Garbrandt, and Dustin Poirier. Listen, if you're going to watch UFC 269, you're going to watch it with the Calabas Fight Companion. Watch it and make money while you're watching us. Have fun at UFC 269 with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. And man, do they have a heavyweight offer for you this weekend's fights with a special odd booster for all my listeners and viewers. My picks are Taito Avasa, Cody Garbrandt, and Dustin Poirier. I think Taito Avasa, that thing's a shootout. 
That's the one fight where I didn't pick a big favorite. I got Cody Garbrandt. I think he's going to answer the question at 125. And obviously, I'm riding with the diamond, Dustin Poirier. Again, this is a crapshoot, man. A tie to of us at heavyweights. You know, anything can happen. Cody Garbrandt, a lot of questions at 125. Uh, France is a fucking monster. And then Dustin Poirier, you know, he's fighting Charles Oliveira, where on paper he probably shouldn't win, but I think he's going to get it get it done. So just head to the app now, find Brendan Shop's picks under the odds boost. Doesn't matter if you're a new or existing customer, bet on it, get your boosted odds and ride along with your thick friend. All new users download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code BTB when you sign up, bet on my parlay of fighters to win Saturday night for UFC 269. Take advantage of my special odds boost. Watch the fight companion. Bet on the fights. Promo codes BTB only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Michigan, Virginia only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Virginia, 888-532-3500. One thing about me, I think you guys know this, I worry about your dick. I worry about you guys' rods, man. I do, and it's getting cold out there. You know, a lot of y'all shrinking, and you're worried about your your dick game. Let me help you out, man, because confidence in the sack is important, especially during the winter, and that's where Blue Chew comes in. Dude, you're talking about a turbo charge for your dick game. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. Take it anytime, day, night. All right, you don't have to plan ahead. You can be ready when the opportunity is there. It's super simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Best part, it's all online. No doctor visits, no awkward conversations, no line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew is made in the US of A. So we got you covered, man. With Blue Chew, bros everywhere excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. So if you could benefit from a little extra confidence when it's time to perform with your lady or your bro, whatever you're into, Blue Chew can help you out. I got a deal for you guys. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code SHOB at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code SHOB to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details, important safety information, and I thank Blue Chew for being part of Below the Belt. Ryan Hall is always a fun one. Gotta let me put Ryan Hall in the pre premiums <laughs> like that. Why do my boy like that, man? Obviously, you got the news of uh, Jake Paul and Tommy Fury pulling out. Of Tommy course. Fury pulling out. They said he had a f- cold. <laughs> you want to hear this? A cold? They said he had a cold throughout the camp. Hmm. Okay. So I'm sure they had Woodley, you know, on a short list of if time was going to pull out. So I'll just play this for you real quick. We've all seen and heard the news as to why I'm not fighting on December the 18th now. Just thought I'd come in here and tell you myself. Um, training camp couldn't have gone any better for me for the first week, two weeks. But then I contracted a bacterial chest infection, which led me go to the gym and just not being able to breathe. You know, I was in my sparring sessions, pad work sessions, whatever it may be, just not being able <coughs> to breathe and coughing up huge amounts of phlegm all the time. It led me to sleepless nights. And that went on for about four weeks because I had the mindset of I'm going to keep training. Four weeks? To get through this and we'll have you were sick for four weeks? That's what he's saying. Don't believe it. Keep going. <laughs> who's, that, who, who's ever been sick for four weeks? Unless four it's weeks? crazy, yeah. And four weeks passed and we decided to have a sparring session. And I took a little clip to the body. And because my body was so weak due to the virus inside of me, I instantly knew something wasn't right. I was throwing up from the pain. I was doubled over. 
I literally got my bag and went straight to the hospital, straight for an MRI scan, and I got the results back the same day, and the results uncovered that I had a clean break in my rib. I'm going to insert the picture here so you can see for yourself. That's fair. And I had multiple fractures. I still, you know, for the following yeah, week, that's thought, fair. Do you know what? I mean, broken ribs. You can't fight, fight in broken ribs. And a bacterial infection. And so well. he just wanted to uh, postpone the fight, and obviously, yeah. I mean, you're messing with Showtime, man. You got, you got, you got to fight. Mm-hmm. So Woodley's not, you know, the worst backup plan. You got a rematch in 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 Woodley, and then what's interesting about this is he offered Woodley. I'm pretty sure in the contract, he's an additional five hundred thousand mm-hmm. bucks if you can knock him yep. out. So all that shit of, oh, he doesn't want to knock him out. So he's like, nah, man, I'll give him an extra 500 if you knock me out. And Dylan Dennis is the one that had that spread that rumor that, like, he can't knock him out. Of course. Right? Yeah. Of course. So he just wants to, like, prove everyone wrong here. Which yeah. is dope. 500 grand. Dude, that's it's going to make the fight so much more interesting, too. How great is that? Yeah. Now, for Woodley, if you look back at that fight, there's times where I felt like he could have really put the pedal to the metal yep. and got him out of there. I know. And now you have a, a 400 or I'm sorry, 500,000 reasons now to actually (laughs) fucking go for it. Willie just needs to get out of his way, unleash that fucking fury because it's there, and fucking go for it, man. It's a much tougher fight than Tommy Fury. I'll say that. It's a much tougher fight for Jake. Shout out to Jake for getting this done, man. He called it too. He said Tommy would pull out, so I don't know. Um, So we had other fights in the weekend. So you talked about those Josie Aldo Rob Font one. Ooh. That Jose Aldo, Rob Font. Uh-huh. Jose Aldo was just a better fighter. Rob, it was a tough one for him. Uh, then Fazeev Riddell was, dude. Incredible, yeah. God damn, it was a good fight. Yep. So Sergio Pettis. Oh, my God. I didn't talk about Gucci, yep. Did you watch this? Yeah. Dude, I was about to turn it off. Sergio Pettis was so outclassed. I know. He was getting beat up for literally four rounds, and I was literally about to change him. like, this is a fucking shutout. Uh, Hirogachi is literally dominating mm-hmm. Sergio Pettis and he throws this spinning back fist dude the and kick first and then that th- yeah clean it's just out. done and he didn't he didn't dude and your boy up. was down for he was gone effort. yeah he was forever Sergio does not want that rematch what an amazing comeback bam I love the fact that he didn't follow up yeah that me too cool. yeah Hirogachi was dominating yep. that fight it wasn't even it, it was in competition it was it was dominating Sergio cannot land anything on him dominate dominating Hirogachi's just he has to be kicking his, himself <laughs> he's, he's just like god damn it dude fights man you have that that's what makes MMA so yeah, fucking that's what's great beautiful about it but also for Sergio you you do not want that rematch what that is is you've been getting your ass beat all game all the football game it's the fourth quarter is one second left somehow I've gotten back in the game because they've put in their backups and you throw a Hail Mary and win the game. Yep. You do that weird play where you're fucking tossing the ball back to each other, and then you somehow you score a touchdown. You should not have won that fight. Yair Rodriguez and Korean Zombie. Remember the last second? Yep. There's something like that. Crazy. Crazy indeed. Totally forgot that was this weekend. And look how much belief Anthony Pettis had in his brother. He bet $10,000 on him, and he won twenty seven grand. He bet 10000 on mm-hmm. him. Because he, he was an underdog. Yeah, yeah, rightfully so. Yeah. So I'm 27.5. That's but his brother going that fourth round is like fuck. Lost <laughs> ten grand, dude. <laughs> so that's a great story. So Devin Haney and Javante Davis both won their fights. Both of them were pretty challenging for them yeah, as well. Javante jo- Davis had that that pitbull dude was a bit of a mm-hmm. he's no punk for him. Yeah, Isaac Cruz. So they all, they both won by uni- unanimous decision. Fight each other. Heaven forbid they should give us the matchups we want in boxing. Fight <laughs> each other. Devin Haney was calling out um what you call it Com- Combosis who just beat uh, Tiofomo. 
we're wrapping up 2021, man. And mental health was a big thing this year. And it, thank God that it is because so many people are struggling right now. Therapy helps. And it doesn't have to be sitting around just talking about your feelings. So what is therapy? You're like, I don't need that. Well, you do, man. And it's whatever you want it to be. You can talk privately with someone if you feel like it. If you're not dealing with stress well or you're having relationship problems with your guy or gal, whatever it is, whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles. Start feeling better because you deserve to be happy, man. And you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. I've tried it. It's great, man. You need somebody to talk to that's not a friend, not a family member, someone who's not biased, somebody that's going to actually help you figure things out. That's make you unhappy, man. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start communicating in under 48 hours with a therapist. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by BetterHelp, and you guys get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash belt. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash belt. Two out of three bros will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. More than 50 million bros in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Worldwide, who knows how many it is? There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. My friends at Keep offers simple, stress-free way to keep your freaking hair. It's low cost. Treatments start just $10 per month. Keeps offers generic versions. Discreet little package. Shows up. Nobody has to know what you're doing for your hair. It's proven results. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to six months to see results, so act right now. If you're ready to take action, prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash BTB to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash BTB to get your first month free. keeps.com slash BTB. Kevin Lee being released by the UFC? I know, and I was surprised they released him. Then everybody I talked to who's associated with this, he's like, I'm not. I'm like, really? Is he difficult? Because he's cool as hell when he's here. He's great. I, don't know I love happening. Kevin. He's a beast, super yeah. talented. Kevin's young. That's what, It's not like he's this old dude. I think him having some issues, and then obviously with the Adderall yeah, uh, that doesn't testing help, positive sure. kind of fucked him. And I think the UFC's trying to make room for their uh, you know, Dana White contender series. That's where all their fighters are coming from these days mm-hmm. you know if you ufc though out of his last one two three four five six seven he's lost five yeah. of his last seven looking at the record it does kind of make yeah. you feel like all right um, you can see why why they did uh, it yeah i get it it's a bummer yeah when we talked to him close to ufc like yeah why wouldn't they release him like really mm-hmm. he's been there for so long and he's headlined so many events it's just it's i don't know but this is so kevin lee kevin talking said, about it. uh just released they made one of the, the worst mistakes why? Uh, why would I want to work with somebody who's not who's going to disrespect me? Like that's crazy. That's the only thing uh, we fight for in this game. My goal and objective right now is to show that I just made one of the worst mistakes they did. Did and you know I'll be a man, millionaire within a year, or so that's pretty fun. Uh, the disrespect you face from the organization while fighting eventually over the course of the release, UFC uh, failed to pay Lee the courtesy of a phone call. That's kind of the worst part about it. It didn't really have a pr- proper notice to even get a phone call about it. Honestly, that's what pissed me off the most, the lack of respect. The main thing that kind of pissed me off about this, when you're in the UFC, that's really all you're fighting for is respect. People respect you for being a UFC fighter. When they hear the name, they automatically give you some kind of respect. We're not doing it really for the money. It ain't a whole lot of fame in this shit. It's like, okay, I've done all this shit for y'all. I put my body on line just to end up with an alcohol problem, some tax problems. 
Well, alcohol and tax. I mean, that's his responsibility. I know. Yeah. yeah you got to get you, you have to figure your own taxes yep. out and alcohol. They don't, they, you know, that's on you, buddy. At the end of the day, you, you take my respect away from me. It's like, okay, well then shit. Lee claims to be in touch with several organizations already, including upstreamers, Triller, Kim Lee's, uh, status as a free status agent, free agent, come out world, uh, prove lucrative. So he was really upset because they emailed him instead of actually calling him to let him know. Like, there's an email after being there for like eight years or something like that. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, if you're going to let him go, you're going to let him go. But I mean, I don't know when these guys are going to realize, like, it's a straight business, yeah. dude. It is a cutthroat business. It is as cutthroat as it gets. Professional sports, uh, dude, it is cut fucking yeah. throat. The UFC, the NBA, MLB, a lot, it's all like this, man. A lot of them are like this, unless you're, you know, a big top time top, dude, yeah. top, top tip of the spear guy that was winning a million fights for him, making him all this money. You know, when I retired, you know, I'd say I did pretty well in the UFC. When I retired, dude, I got an email. I got an email that said, cool, just so you know, if you ever come back, we still own your ass. <laughs> You're like, yeah, cool, man. And that's all I got, you know. Obviously, when I retired, I was in a war with them because I came on my podcast below uh, a Big Brown Breakdown at the time and fighting the kid and was complaining about the Reebok deal and throwing shade at Dana. So I didn't expect much, but. I get an email, man. I know. Fucks. But that's the business, right? Athletes are sensitive, but no one's more sensitive than a comic or than a mixed martial artist. So this this is but this is gonna help Kevin because I think Kevin's the type of dude where you bet against him and he's gonna use that as fuel and he's gonna sign with some other promotion and do very well. He might have need this wake up call to get his ass in gear. Mm-hmm. We're talking about alcohol and the Adderall. And the tax problems, like maybe he needed to get cut from the UFC to hit rock bottom. Hopefully this is his rock bottom and he goes on to have a great career and one championship or Triller or Bare Knuckle or where yeah. the fuck he ends up. Uh, Bellator passed on him. Yeah, I was going to show you that too. But I mean, so it's just like you though. That was a wake up call and then you became what you are now because of that stuff with the UFC. Yeah, they did, me, they did me a favor. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I owe the UFC. I'd give UFC fucking royalties if they wanted to. <laughs> Thanks for fucking, you know. Mm-hmm. Matching me up with Travis Brown. So this is Scott Cooker's reply to someone. We only have so many slots right now, and we're really happy with our current roster. Now he says that, but I bet. Yeah, he said that with Anderson scenes, Silva too. It's different, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I'm Kevin Lee, you know, you could go to PFL. You, you there's know, so many. Yeah, yeah. There's so there's many different promotions now. now. Yeah, Kevin Lee's gonna be fine. This is the wake wake up call that he needed. If you ever seen intervention, you need to hit rock bottom. Yeah, I agree. And I'm not saying he has like these horrible problems. It's weird, but he needs to take ownership. The alcohol and the taxes, that's on you, on Bubba. Him, yes. That's on you, pal. That's not the UFC's responsibility. All right, so Texas Roadhouse boy, guy. I should not say boy. <laughs> the Texas Roadhouse guy, Jeff Neal, he was arrested. Apparently, they're saying that he was drinking and driving, and he was carrying a weapon, so he got charged on both of those. But then his lawyer it's or his manager saying that, no, he they did a blood test as well. It'll show that he's innocent, and then he has a license for the gun. And he's also still fighting on this card. This is in Texas, right? Yeah. Come on, Texas. Be cool, man. Gun. <laughs> on Everybody Thanksgiving has a gun day. out there. Let's see for sure if it's in Texas, though. I'm pretty sure it's in Texas. Okay, because he's from Texas, right? Yeah, he lives in Texas. Uh, but yeah, his, his uh, fight's still on. Turns out I was not legally intoxicated, which we expect the blood test to show. There won't be uh, a gun charge either. Neil had a license for the gun. All right. Yeah, I bet he'll be fine. Yeah, seems like he'll be fine. So he's still going to fight against Ponzinibbio. Ah, so he had a little wobbly pops before fucking his fight. Big deal. <laughs> the picture isn't great, though, you know? 
Which one? This one. The mugshot. Yeah, so he had some turkey and bear, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's in Texas driving around with a gun. Jesus Christ, welcome to America. Yeah. Especially if he was intoxicated. They said they did a blood test, though. And it showed he wasn't? Oh, All right. They said it might show that it wasn't. And the UFC still has him on the card? Yep. Okay. Yeah, and thank goodness. He's a great fighter. I'm really rooting for him now. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope he wins now. Does so, he still work at Texas Roadhouse? No. I mean, so he, he, I don't know if he still does, but I know he left a little bit and then came back because yeah. he didn't have money, but I don't know if he still does or not. You know, the owner of Texas Roadhouse committed suicide. Yeah. Depression and some other stuff, right? Yeah. It was in like severe pain. Pretty sad. Okay, Hamza Shemaev has been calling out pretty much everyone on social media, including Brock Lesnar, George St. Pierre, and Daniel Cormier. Let's fight till one man leaves the cage, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. New King of the UFC versus a legend. What do you think, George St. Pierre? And then uh, DC, let's make a wrestling match, brother. What do you think? DC said, in a real wrestling match? Are you crazy, Hamza? Love that you're convict, but brother, this is 10-0 and 0, DC. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he. I don't think he wants to go. DC is DC Olympian? Heavyweight, but too. Brock Lesnar? I know. I love Hamzat. But he's so ballsy. This just builds the legend yep. of Hamzat. He wanted Nate Diaz, and Nate Diaz, this is how Nate Diaz replied. Well, the UFC wanted him to fight. Yeah, yeah. And so did Hamzat. He wanted him. You got, you got one fight left on your contract with UFC. Yeah. What, what's next for Nate trying Diaz? trying to fight somebody in the UFC, like ASAP, but nobody don't want to fight. I've been trying to get something busy for a minute. So Who's on your list? Like... Anybody in the top ten, I've been trying to trying to trying to fight in uh, any weight division, you know, whoever wanted. But they don't want to keep their mouth shut because they all scared. Hazmat Chimanov. Yeah, yeah, they're coming at me with him, and I'm like, hold on, don't disrespect me like that. You know, put me, try to try to uh, offer me a fight with a rookie. I'm cool. You got four fights in UFC. I'm with Nate on this. Don't even talk my name. Yeah, I'm wow, with Nate on that. You are with him. I'm with Nate. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he shouldn't be fighting Hamza. That's still a great big fight, but not as big as it the is, stuff he can it get. It is, right? and it isn't. Like, you know, obviously the UFC would just throw him Hamza to build Hamza's name. Yeah. Like, Nate's done enough for the promotion where you don't give him this young line that's a terrible matchup for him on his last fight. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't think Nate Diaz is running from him. I think it's a business decision. I do think it'd probably be a bad matchup for Nate. For Nate and for Connor, too. You know, we can talk about all the Hamzad and, you know, Tony Ferguson, all these other guys that Nate or uh, Connor should be fighting. They're going to fight each other at 170, you fucking idiots. That's what he's going to yeah. do. That's why Connor's so juicy. Figure it out. So 170, that's the next fight. There's not a chance on this fucking planet they give Nate Diaz a, a, a different fighter than Connor McGregor at 170 on his last fight of his contract. I guarantee you. <laughs> Uh, so Dana White just said, oh, yeah, of course, everyone's pretty much scared of Hamzat, which is, yeah. I'm sure some, fighters might, so. scared, yeah, some fighters might be scared, but some aren't. But aren't. there's some, I think, who are ranked higher, just like, nah, man, yeah, until yeah. he gets up there, I'm not fighting that fucking monster. <laughs> I don't think they're scared of him. I just think they're like, man, I'm, Business decisions. I'm good, dude. Yeah. But your boy Neil Magny, this is why I love Neil, Neil Magny, he still wants to fight Hamzat. And Hamzat doesn't want to fight him? No, he said, he said he's down. I know a guy who's ready. Yeah. I come for you, get, get ready, ready, skinny, skinny boy. boy. Tough fight for Neil. Yeah, but it's so cool that he's actually oh, Neil's yeah, the calling best. him out. The fucking best. This is how Ben ready. And Neil is ranked, too. Mm -hmm. That'd be dope. Dana White contracted COVID, as I guess the whole family did, and then he talked to Rogan, and then just like, boom, within days. Weird. It's so fine. weird. Everybody who talks to Rogan when they get COVID, they get better instantly. It's weird. It's like he talks to the most smart brilliant men on the planet and they tell him what to take and then he regurgitates it and says that to his friends and everybody gets better 
weird the fucking far left one talk about oh he's not a doctor but i don't give a fuck dude he's not in the business of vaccines he's on the business of shilling out fucking covid medicine he just wants his friends to get better he's like yeah. this is what i took this is what they recommend to me i got better instantly aaron Rodgers said say less give it to me he got better instantly dana white all the money in the world aaron Rodgers, all the money in the world joe rogan all the money in the world they're taking the same thing they're getting better weird how's that not the story why aren't other people taking the same shit it's weird. It is weird. All right. Here's uh it's Don't not give me started on the South African variant. <laughs> I'll save for finding the kid. Right. Don't get me nope, started. I'm not gonna on start. That. This is in the works, but it's not official yet. Jan Blokovic and Alexander Rakic. Rakic. My boy March getting the title shot. Oh, not a title shot because no, no. he lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. But that's a good that's a great fight, actually. Then who's gonna fight for the title? I don't know. Glover against I don't know. Yeah, Yuri's going to fight for the title. Yeah. That's why I was like, fight night for fucking fight no. title defense? Sorry, guys. Food poisoning. Of course. Um, so on the same card, just a quick one. It's a tough fight for Jan. Yes, for sure. This is a tough fight for Michelle Watterson, too. So Amanda Rebus on that same card. God damn. Really tough fight. Mm -hmm. And this is also a different card, but this is in the works as well. Jack Hermanson versus Sean Strickland. I just want Sean Strickland to fight. <laughs> Yes, he's I'm such a, such a character. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm all the way in on Sean Strickland. And this is also in the works or in the rumors right now. Darren Till versus Uriah Hall. For That's March a good 19. fight. That's a great, great fight. fight. Yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. It's rumors. That's right a now. fantastic fight. Really, really good fight. For Darren Till, it's a really good matchup for him. Yep. Both of them, I think. Yeah, both of them. Mm -hmm. Both at a crossroads. This was kind of surprising. Rashad Evans is coming out of retirement. And Tyron Spong and Bigfoot Silva will also be fighting on the same card for Eagle FC, which is Khabib's promotion. They all train together. I know him and Tyrone Spong. Yeah, and either. Bigfoot. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, for the so long, Tyrone Spong is supposed to fight Bigfoot, too. So that's going to be oh, kind of wow. crazy. Spong's going to fight Bigfoot? That's what it says, yeah. Pretty sure they've sparred together at Black Zealand's. When I was there, they were sparring. Um, wow, when's that? Look at fucking Khabib. January 28th. And that's in America? It's in the U.S. Where at? Florida? I think so. For, for, yeah, that makes sense. If they're boys, they're going to be, <laughs> and they sparred. Yeah. It's going to be tough. That's cool. Yeah. And Bigfoot has not been looking good lately, man. No. Spong is pretty badass. Spong's going to knock Bigfoot Yeah, out. most likely. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. So this is Colby Cummings. What, what, what I always tell you guys, <laughs> what have I been telling you from the fucking yeah. jump? Dude, Colby's one of the best people on the planet. I know he talks all that shit and he's pro-Trump and all that stuff. I think if you ask him uh, a Trump like what 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 laws did Trump pass or what what things did Trump do when he was in office? I I would doubt it. Kobe could even tell you about you know the the details of a, the Trump candidacy. But I will say this, and I've always told you guys this: Kobe is such a good person. He's such a good person for the sport, and he's doing it because you know he wants you to tune in to see him lose and either way he's making money i couldn't do it i don't like when people hate me kobe doesn't give a flying fuck he's obviously doing it for a reason and then you see this when they come to you he goes you know i'm just trying to sell it for you yeah and he's trying to make him money as well yeah man so he's doing it for both of them see it's all love i said i love you man Telling you, Kobe's a fucking salt of the earth dude. Right, go kiss 
Slater, go back to the corner. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that's actually pretty dope to Isn't watch. Isn't that great? Yeah. You like Kobe a little more now? But still. See, but this is the Kobe I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This no, why I fucks with Kobe. Yeah. But immediately after this, he's back to Kobe. You know, like press to. conference. Yeah. Yeah, you got to double down. And he in the press conference, he's talking all that shit. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. We talked about Gunnar Nelson in the last episode, how he hasn't been fighting in quite some time. Apparently, he re-injured his rib. He, re- he injured it once in 2019 against Gilbert Burns. Re-injured it when he grappled the mountain. Yeah, because he's 300 fucking yeah. pounds. And him and the mountain were like grappling, grappling? Yeah, grappling, grappling. That's him right there. Oh, go for the guillotine, dog. Yeah, he tapped him out. Oh. There's like a bunch of different videos, but... <laughs> oh, my God. Armbar. Yeah. What if the mountain thought it was like Game of Thrones and went for his eyes and tried breaking his face like he did that other dude in Game of Thrones? That'd be sick. But that's why he's been out for so long. Jesus Christ. Thanks, Mountain. So anyways, this right here, this is John Jones talking about Mike Winklejohn. Ooh, the skin dirty. Yeah. It's going they're getting low here. They're getting low. All right, let's do it. So this is Johnny Bones at Johnny Bones, but Coach Wink gets on national TV and tells the world. Uh, he wants the best for me, and then behind the scenes har- harassing the coaches for continuing to work with me. What a miserable bastard. This dude somehow has found a way to run away every single one of Greg's original fighters. I can't think of Jackson's veteran that still talks with this asshole. Misspelled asshole. asshole. I know that was just, That's whatever okay. happens, I guess. <laughs> I didn't leave the team because I couldn't handle punishment. I left the gym because I wasn't training with Wink anymore anyway. And it's... uh. You know, I deal with speech shit. So anyways is not a word. Yeah, it's it's only anyway, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, this man hasn't taught the students a new technique since I met him. What type of friend gets on national TV and airs his brother's, quote unquote, brother's dirty laundry? That was his opportunity to take a moral high ground over someone who trusted in him. He didn't give two shits about what actually happened that night. Anything, anything, for anything for some publicity. publicity. Which I don't really get, but. If I was such a monster, he went be still trying to monetize off me being a former student there. There's a John Jones poster in almost every wall in that building. Just, just don't go on TV and pretend to give a shit about someone who has made you so much money over the years. Give me so many world championships, then behind closed doors, secretly trying to crush them. Real douchebag move, Mike. Wink suspend me from the team. Changed absolutely nothing for me. I'm still working with the same exact coach on the same exact schedule. We have been over the last two years. We literally had convicted rapists training on the team for years. And now all of a sudden he has morals. Get out of here. The rapist he's referring to, I think those brothers. Brothers? There's two brothers. One, I think, is dead and one's in prison. I used to spar with him. He's coked up and it was a nightmare. He'd be so coked up. I'm like, how's his fucking cardio so good? Was he good? The one brother made to the UFC. The other one had all the potential in the world, but I'm pretty sure domestic violence got him. Cody Cody East. Cody East. Bring up the East brothers. Pretty sure one of them was on the hook for rape. There was Cody East, who I think was the older brother. Cody East was taking custody at school Friday morning. East charged with 10 counts of criminal sexual conduct of a minor, four counts of sexual penetration of a minor. Yep, there you go. Wow. Brother of UC vet uh, Cody shot dead. Just one of those families, you know? Yeah. What was the brother's name, though? Tyler East. Tyler East was the one that used to spar with me, John, and uh, Orlovsky. Heavyweight. And he'd be on uh, cocaine, and it was a nightmare. It was the hardest rounds ever. He's throwing spinning back fist like over and over like a tornado. And you're just like, oh, my God, dude, relax. And we'd spar early in the morning. I'd get there like 7. We'd spar like 8. I'm like, how does he have so much energy at 8 a.m.? I was so naive. 
He looks pretty tall. Is he super he's, tall? He, he was like 6'5", 230, yeah. like, and good at everything. I'm talking, beat the shit out of everybody. Then you realize he's fueled by cocaine and hate. He was a real problem. I assume that's who John's referring to. But him and his brother were, they, they were so out of control. I get what John's saying there. I actually, I'm with John on this. Like Tyler, his brother Cody East, uh, his brother East fought at heavyweight for both uh, King of the Cage and Legacy. He made it to the UFC in 2016, was released after a pair of losses. Walt Harris, Curtis Blades. Yeah, they were fucking tough, man. They were just tough. They were those brothers. What's that uh, movie with um, Tom Hardy where they're brothers, Shia LaBeouf? Oh, yeah, Warrior. No, no not Sh- Warrior. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Lawless. Lawless. You know how those brothers, you just couldn't kill them and they're just tough as nails? That's how these East brothers were. They were such a nightmare, man. Yeah, sounds like God, it. God, they were tough. So tough. Cocaine or not, tough. Tough. It was like sparring the Tasmanian devil, dude. I get what fucking John's talking about, though. He's like, hold up. You're doing talk shit about me, and you guys had the East Brothers on the fucking canvas all the time? And just a fucking track record of... And one died from a domestic dispute. Yes, got yeah. shot. And I, what's the older brother doing now? I think Cody East is the one that's still alive. Tyler's the one that died. So Cody East's last fight was... Oh, wow. He's falling in some more This early... No, June of this year. Four mm-hmm. losses in a row, though. Tough, tough customers. Felicia Spencer... She t- retired because she wants to save her brain. Smart. Mm-hmm. She's doing pretty good. Good for her. Hell yeah. She had a great career. Mm-hmm. And then this is the, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Dusko Todorovic. And he fought on last weekend's card. This is him uh, okay, maybe a few months ago, weeks ago. He got ran over by a car and he details what happened. And he shows his actual feet too. That's his so, foot? That's a foot. I'll show you the Did picture. Did they run over his foot? He ran, they ran over his foot. He's, I was going home from my workouts. I was walking over the crossing a uh, car hit me climbed and climbed on top of my foot while ran over your foot. Mm-hmm. And so I felt pain in my knee. I knew my foot was messed up. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> then this part's crazy. Front wheel still on my foot. He's asking if he's okay. After that, I was on crutches for three weeks. While I was in the States, I was able to go to the gym, do therapy for my knee and foot. It was probably up until the middle of September. Jesus Christ, man. And then he messed it up again by warming up for the fight, last weekend's fight. But he won. Oh, And that's how crazy shit. his foot was. That zombie foot. Yeah, that looks like that does look like a zombie foot. Oh, yeah, that's pretty disgusting. Oof, oof, oof. But he's all good now. Oof, it is bad. That's the homeboy right there. He's a fucking stud too. Yeah. Have you known of this? Is a he was in the UFC a while ago. Jake Hoon. Jake Hoon. He's going to be in prison for eight years on drug charges. Oh wow. Yeah. That, I mean, you're moving serious weight. Eight years. Well, he's saying he thought it was like PED kind of drugs. Like he just made a deal with someone, but it was actually cocaine. Recently pled guilty importing large amounts of uh, meth and cocaine. The last native was arrested September 2020. A package uh, meth of meth broke, broke open the aircraft, started leaking. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they searched his phone. They found additional evidence of drug trafficking. I thought they couldn't search your phone. I don't know. Maybe if there's like if they a they have reason for to, it, you yeah. have to open it up. I'd be like, oh, I forgot my code, FCT. I know. I wouldn't let anyone search my phone either. And Apple doesn't. I don't know. Apple won't even do it. Apple yeah. doesn't do it. That's still like I a huge how they thing do, right now. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I don't know the code. Um, and look, this is his Eight record too. Eight years? Eight years. He was doing pretty damn well. I mean, up until 2019, he beats Toshiishi. Three fights Satoshi? in a row. Satoshi? Satoshiishi, oh, yeah. Beat my boy Ishii. Damn, KO yeah. the first round. Little beast. Dude, enjoy those eight years. I know. It's is it prison shitty. in the States or where's he going? I guess Alaska. I don't know. 
I don't know how the Alaska prison system seems. Seems like it'd be cool. terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Seems Alaska like be, seems like a very cold. Yeah, I, just, and yeah, hard I feel place. like it'd be cold. Yeah, this is super cool. So you know, it's Stylebender. He loves anime. Loves anime. And I guess one of his favorite shows they're gonna have. They're just gonna be on Netflix. Sick. And he's gonna do the voice. Oh for, fuck yeah, yeah, voiceover for it. Good for Izzy, man. Super cool. That's great, dude. Yeah. And I thought this was really really cool. This meme. This is from Sand Who MMA. Jose Aldo, when you're watching him when you're younger, bless you. And then you watch him when you're older, and he wins True. so many years later. I know, dude. Yeah. He's been doing it forever. That's such a good post. Yeah, I love it. This I thought was pretty funny. Tyson Fury is threatening legal action against BBC if they include him on this, as a nominee for Sports Personality of the Year. I guess he didn't win once or something, so he was like, don't even put me on there. I should be the Sports Personality of the Year. Oh, he doesn't want yeah. me on there if he doesn't win. There's something like there. that, yeah. Weird. It's just funny. How does he not win that? I know. Out of the BBC, who who else? What other personality is going to win that? I don't know. Who the fuck? Who's won the past couple of years? <laughs> He's the first one that pops up. So, oh, Lewis Hamilton and me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's such a personality. Wow, is Tom Brady on there? Uh huh. So you got an F one kid. You got Canelo personality. That's the thing. None of those not- people have personalities. Horse racing. <laughs> maybe sports personality just means like. Like stud, basically. Weird. I guess, but he's like one the of Max the best personalities. Max Verstappen is F1. Jokic. Come on. Personality? Yeah, he is the one no, of the best far. personalities. You're in circles around all those people. Yeah, I'm with him. Sue him, dude. If they put him on. Hell yeah. Just Sue him. So we talked about this a little bit last week. That guy that that's tries to sell his martial art, he did fight. He ended up fighting the uh oh he did fight, fight him yeah. what happened he lost by unanimous decision wow yeah still decision <laughs> he didn't though. do that badly yeah he like six rounds he he wasn't like destroyed six rounds six rounds yeah and the guy weighed like 24 25 pounds more he did all right though he did like considering i thought it was just like yeah, I thought hocus, he get annihilated. Kind of stuff yeah did he try his weird like <laughs> that's the thing voodoo? they said he didn't do it and they he blamed like fought. and he blamed some sort of like vertebrae back issue hell yeah or something too. fuck yeah dude double down this stuff's still complete bullshit of but course. man Lasted six rounds. The UFC vet. Oh, I thought he was gonna get annihilated. Uh, he didn't use what the stuff that he normally does. Too. That's he what people just, are saying. He was just people are like, boxing. "Come on, man!" And they took all the videos down. Yeah, it was a boxing match too, not a not an MMA fight. Still, yeah. John Kavanaugh talking about potential matchups for Connor. Yeah, I saw this, and I love John. John knows this, but uh-huh. he's, he's out to lunch on some of it. So the Nate Diaz trilogy, which is happening, definitely says it's very tempting. Tony Ferguson, uh, that'd be a good one for sure. Um, Dan Hooker would be a fun one. Islam Makhachev, that ain't happening. That'd be a terrible matchup. Charles Oliveira and Dustin Poirier, uh, any of those names. I'm just excited to see Conor back. Yeah, he's not fighting Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. Islam's not happening. Dan Hooker, I could see happening. But listen, the UFC's not going to let Nate go without fighting the trilogy fight. That's the next fight. And then after that, you can talk about Tony Ferguson, Dan Hooker. And that's if he wins. Mm-hmm. What if he gets annihilated by Nate? Then what? Let's say he beats Nate. You could do a Tony Ferguson, do a Dan Hooker, because I bet you Dan Hooker gets a win between now and then. Guarantee it. Islam probably be fighting for a title at that time. Charles Oliveira doesn't pour a loser of that, maybe. He's not fighting for a title. I mean, it's Connor, so you never know what the UFC's going to do. The next fight's Nate Diaz. Okay, I think that's it for current events. That's Just it, man. Fight, this man. weekend, you fight fans are stoked. You got a big ass fight coming up. You got UFC 269. We do a Calabas fight companion for it. The Calabas fight companion goes live. We are live at 7 p.m. Pacific 
For UFC 269, it's the usual crew, Callan, Delia, and one hell of a special guest. We have lined up for you guys this Saturday only on the Thick Boy YouTube. This is also the first time my team's running it. My team is running Casey at the helm over there. We're running our own Calabas Fight Campaign. We got Chin, Casey, Mike, Kyle. My crew is running it. So, uh, yeah, man, looking forward to it. But enjoy the fights this weekend, kids. Enjoy the fights. As far as the road, I'm taking a little easy in December with everything popping off with this South African variant. Don't get me started on it. December 30th through January 1st, bring in the New Year's with your thick friend here, Dania, Florida, for the Fort Lauderdale Improv. They redid it. Your boy's back there. Um, December 30th through January 1st, Dania, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I will be there with the thick crew, Chappelle Lacey, David Lucas, myself, bringing the new years the right way with your thick friend here. Then I'm in North Carolina, January 6th through the January 8th. Then again, Charlotte, North Carolina, January 20th through January 22nd. Get your tickets at FATKZ.com. And we have uh, more Thick Boy gear dropping for the holidays. I'm excited for this drop. I'll announce it as we get closer. I think that's it, kids. Is that it? That's it. Love you guys. Thanks for being patient. I'm sorry I missed yesterday. Love you. Stay thick. Be safe. See ya. Saturday, we live the epic clash between Tank Davis and Isak Cruz. Then, the spotlight shines on the Filipino flash Nonito Donaire as he defends his title. Can Donaire dance with destiny one more time? But undefeated Raymond Gabalio wants to score the biggest win of his career. Holy the brave fight. It's an action-packed night of boxing on Showtime. <laughs>